Good morning, everyone. Um, same morning because it is currently 11.04 in the morning, but good day to y'all or good night or evening, wherever you're from. Uh, today we'll be talking about pet peeves, as we mentioned uh, last week. And before we start, I do want to give you guys a little disclaimer. Um, this is currently our 20th episode, I believe, and with this episode, we're going to conclude our first season of Voices of Oleron, and we'll be going on a little hiatus until October 16th, and that's when our season two will begin, so if you guys don't see any new episodes coming out, it's that's why, so don't worry, we're not canceling, we're not over, it's just, you know, 20 seasons, we wanted to do it by season, and we planned this literally right before we hit 20 episodes, so we just wanted to end it at 20, but yeah, um, let's get started, so as we mentioned last week, we are technically two weeks, but our topic today is going to be pet peeves, and we're going to try to ignore the main pet peeves that, like, everyone has, you know, like, people eating, or parents not closing the door, turning off the lights, like, we're going to try to avoid the common stuff, and I wanted to focus on, like, personal pet peeves, because I feel like pet peeves that aren't commonly shared could get, like, really weird, and it's like... Why are you getting, like, annoyed at that? But, I don't know, that's just me. Um, I want to start off by saying that a pet peeve of mine is when I'm eating, I have a system when I eat. So, I eat, I save the meat stuff for last, and anything that isn't meat gets eaten first. So, like, let's say, um... I'm at a restaurant, and I got my meal, which was, like, a burger with fries, and then maybe an appetizer with, like, mozzarella sticks or whatever. I would first eat, between the fries and the mozzarella sticks, I would eat what I enjoy less between the two, so it would be fries. Once all the fries are gone, then I would move into mozzarella sticks, and then once I eat them, I go on to the burger. But when I do the system, what happens is when I first start it, the other food gets untouched. So it has a room for my family to ask for a piece. So when that happens, it is always, always on the best part of the best food that I was saving for last. And it gets on my nerves so much because it's like I was literally saving this until the very end. To end with like a grand finale and you just ate it. Like, please. Like, I remember I made a Burger King one time and, you know, I saved the dessert for last. And um, I was eating like the, it's shaped like a pizza and I was eating the part of what would be considered like the main part of the pizza not the crust first on that pie because the crust of the pie had like vanilla whipped cream um chocolate fudge over it 
a whole bunch of other stuff. And right when I got there, my dad's like, oh, let me get the rest. I'm like, are you for real? Like, what? Oh, my God. That gets me so heated. Like, please, you know how I eat. Why are you doing this to me? Because, you know, if I ate everything all together, it would have been, like, me, quote-unquote, contaminating the food with, like, my booties or whatever the hell. <laughs> but, you know, if the food's untouched, anyone in my family could get it. <clears throat> um, another that people mind is... Hmm. I literally remember. It just happened earlier this week. And I just forgot about it. Um, Ali, do you have another one? Because I'm trying to remember that one. Um, yeah, so I have a food one. So I live with my boyfriend, right? And we go out to eat mm. a lot. Um, whatever. Not like a lot, a lot, but we go out to eat. And one of the things that bothers me so much. Is he will leave like the littlest bit of food on his plate, like literally two bites, and he'll ask for a box for it. Oh my! God. And then he doesn't eat it at home; it just sits in the fridge. And I'm like, "Why are you doing this? You're just taking up fridge space. You're making the <laughs> like it's two bites. Like, oh, that just it bothers me so much. Like, just leave it. Just don't, don't take it home. You don't need to take every single thing home." Ugh. And then he also eats, and he drinks very loudly, and that bothers me too. When people drink, like, you can audibly hear them gulping. Yeah. Oh, oh, I hate that. I absolutely hate that. And then I'll, like, uh. look at him, and I give him, like, a death stare, and he's like, what? I'm just drinking. And I'm like, can you drink quieter? Like, come on. Yeah, no, my aunt does that very loud, and I could literally hear her through my headset with you guys on full blast, and I'm like, why can't I hear you? And I have this on. Like, hello? Literally, I'll be able you to hear her from to across eat? the room, and I'm like, how are you coping that loud? How is that physically possible? Um, I just remembered. Another pet peeve of mine is I would get a call from one of my two parents and literally one second later I called back because I might have just, I wasn't there and then I was trying to get my phone. The phone ends right when I grab my phone. So I go, I try to call them and then literally like in the span of two seconds, they can't answer now. I'm like, where'd you go? Because you just called me, your phone should at least still be in your hand. How are you, like, not answering the phone? Like, be for real. <clears throat> yeah, um, another one I have is, like, this is a great example of this, too. I was on a train with my mom going to New York um, a few months ago, like in November. So it was about a year ago, actually. And there's this lady who kept who was sitting right in front of us, and she kept taking phone calls. And she had the phone on speaker, 
in the train and was being super loud and had her phone on like full blast as it was on speaker. And they're on the phone, they're yelling. That's a public place. Like you're on a train Mm -hmm. that we're gonna be on there. And she was on the she did that for like four hours. And I'm like, seriously. Me and my mom were just trying to sit there and watch the football game with our headphones in. Nope. <laughs> this lady, which is freaking screaming, could literally hear her over my headphones on full blast. And I'm like, ooh, we almost switched cars. It was so annoying. A- anything like that annoys me. Like when people watch videos in public without headphones, I'm like, come on. There's this one kid. Um,. I don't even know what the fuck he does. He's like one of the professor's sons. And I don't know if they pay him or what, but he'll sit in our office sometimes in like the, uh, there's like a little common area of our offices and then there's four offices off of it. And the common area mm-hmm. has like a desk for a receptionist. And he'll sit there and he'll just play YouTube videos on his phone without headphones in on full blast. And I'm like, can you not? We're, like, trying to do research and, like, read and shit in here of, like, different papers. Why are you full blasting videos on your phone when you're supposed to be working? Like, oh, that really, that. Mm. I, like, shut my door every time. I'm like, I want to strangle that kid. Well, he's not really a kid, I suppose. He's, like, he's in college. I want to strangle that guy. Oh, that drives me insane when he does that. Or, like, anyone does it in general. Like, my brothers will do it, too, when we're at, like, family gatherings. And I'm like, can you not? I don't want to hear whatever the fuck you're listening to on your phone. Unless you are showing someone else it, put headphones in, you own them. I see them in your pocket. Come on. Ugh, I hate that. That's so annoying. Um, and then there's a whole list of ones that I hate when, with driving that you know very well from me or... screaming at people while I drive. Oh, like I, when I, people I, are tailgating me, I'm like, come on, dude. Like, I always go five over and people will be riding my ass. And I'm like, seriously? Like, come on. There's this yeah. one guy, um, I was driving to work, I think it was last week, um, and he was, like, riding my ass super close. And this is a two-lane road. There was no one in the other lane, by the way. Um, He decided, instead of going into the other lane that no one was in to pass me, he went into the turning lane to pass me. And then when he got to, like, where he was going to actually, he, like, went in there sped around me he was probably going like i would say he was going like 80 and like a 35 and then when he got to um this one light where he decided to actually turn at he like he got stopped by it and i got stopped by it too so we were at the same light so i flipped the guy off because what the fuck are you doing and literally he turned so fast you could hear his wheels squeaking when the light turned green and something flew off of his car jesus christ like, that's a big pet peeve of mine when people are just being stupid as fuck while they're driving like that. Like, A, there's no reason to go that fast on a 35 mile per hour road at all. And he's done it more than once. I saw him last, um, 
a few days later doing the same exact thing. So it wasn't like he had an emergency. That's just how he drives. Um, and then, yeah, there's just no reason to drive like an asshole. That bothers me. Or like this one time I was on the highway and I don't know what was wrong with this lady, right? It was when I was working in Cleveland and I was, um, driving back home and I was in like the left lane cause I was just driving in the left lane. I was driving faster than most people. I usually go like five over cause you know, cops don't pull you over and it's whatever. It's not really that much faster. Um, and she decided that she wasn't going to let me over when I had to get over. She went to the extent where I started, like, slowing down so I could just go behind her, you know? She started slowing down mm-hmm. with me and was hanging out right in my blind spot the whole time. We literally slowed down on, like, a 55-mile-per-hour road to, like, 20. And then stopped. And then I started going, and she started going with me. Like, it was insane. I'm like, I what? I didn't cut you off because I've been driving in this lane the whole time. I don't know what your problem is. But that kind of shit that it's just like stupid and it's just putting both of our lives in danger. Like, why are you doing that? That's a big pet peeve I have when people are just being complete and utter idiots when driving, basically. Or if they're driving too slow. If I'm behind someone who's driving, like, 30 miles under the speed limit, like, come on. Why are you driving on this road, then? Go drive on back roads. You don't know how to drive on the highway if you're going 30 in a fucking 60. Come on. You know, um, it really, like, blows my mind how people just forget to use blinkers. And down here, there's, like, a, there's so many people. And no one knows how to use their blinkers. Ever. I'd be there, like, going to school or whatever, and people just turn. They just turn, and I'm like, hello? Like, you could have just easily made, like, a multi-car accident on the highway. Yeah. Because you didn't use your blinker. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't understand how some people get their license. I really don't. This gave you your license. This I don't have this pet peeve, but everyone who has this pet peeve yells at me. Um, so I know it's really it's kind of a common one. Alex has this pet peeve of slow walkers when you're walking slowly, right? Oh yeah, me too. I love to walk slowly. I live for walking slowly. I don't like to speed through life. I like to walk slow and just enjoy where I am and enjoy what I'm doing. Um, and I always get yelled at for it. I'm just like, I'm just enjoying my time. Stop rushing through life, y'all. If the get group were to ever it. meet, if the group were to ever meet, you're getting left behind. Well, I'm gonna get left behind anyways because I'm like short as hell. It's not even my fault that I walk slowly half the time. I'm just really short. Me being impatient, and the theory that gay people walk fast. I'm tell you, I will <laughs> zoom from one part of campus to the other one in less than like five minutes for my class. Like I don't have time to move. I mean, yeah, that's when you're in a rush, though. No, like, I'm not sure even. I have fifteen rush. minutes. But I just like, need to get there ASAP. But like, for example, if I'm like hiking or something, I'm not gonna walk fast. I'm gonna walk slow and I'm gonna enjoy it. Like, if I'm oh, at the yeah, mall. There it goes. 
or if I'm at, like, the apple farm that I went to last weekend. Like, I'm going to walk slow and I'm going to enjoy being there. The experience of fall. Mm-mm. Even at the mall, I would walk fast. I know where I'm going. The same, like, four places. I'm in, out, next, in, out. I want to leave. I don't want to be there too long. Oh, and another, that's another one. Papier. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. People who don't know when to go home. That, yeah, I hate that. <laughs> because I am drained. I want to go home. I just, I don't want to be near people anymore. I want to be at my home. And these clowns don't know when to stop. Like, okay, it is now five in the morning. And we're still not home. And you actually have something else planned. Mm-hmm. Please take me home. And it's worse when they are your ride. That's how my, like, anytime. Okay, so this is a big pet peeve I have with my family, right? Anytime that we have birthdays, we kind of oh. group them all together with my dad, my dad's side. He just groups them all together, right? In, like, months or whatever. Which is understandable. It's hard for us all to meet. There's a mm-hmm. lot of us, right? But what bothers me is they always go to a restaurant and they open their presents and every, they have us open presents and everything at the restaurant. And then they leave the wrapping and everything for the staff to clean up. And I'm like, why are we doing this? That bothers me so much. I feel so bad for them. I'm (laughs) like, why are we not going to someone like, yeah, sure. We can go out to eat and then go to someone's house afterwards that lives around there. Like it's not that hard and open the presents there and have the cake there. Because we'll also have cake there, and they'll have the, like, waiters bring out mm-hmm. plates and shit for it. And I'm like, you're making them do so much extra work for, like, no reason. Let's just go back to one of our houses and do it there. And then they they stay there for, like, ever after we eat. They'll be there for an extra, like, hour, hour and a half after we eat. And I'm like, why are we not going to someone's house? They want to turn over this table. Let's go, people. God damn. Um, yeah, so that really bothers me. I'm like, come on. They just don't, so I guess people who don't know how to be respectful out at, like, restaurants is what bothers me, because they just, they do not know how to be respectful at a restaurant. Like, Mm. come on, guys. They don't want you sitting there for two hours for maybe, um, you know, a $20 tip. Like, come on. Because you're not eating. So you're not adding to their profit or anything like that. Like, let's go. Um, and then, oh, there's another one. That, oh, yeah. So you're saying people who don't know when to leave. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have a friend, Peyton, right? I love Peyton to death. She's great. She's a great person. But the one biggest issue I have with Peyton she just does not know when to leave my house when she comes ooh, over. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'll I be like dropping like, these little, little subtle hints, and she just doesn't understand. And she'll just stay over later and later. I'm like, Peyton, <laughs> I love you, and I don't want to like, I don't want to be mean and like kick her out of my house. You know what I mean? She's like please, one of my please. close friends, but like. I just want to relax now and, like, play video games and hang out. Like, please leave. Like, the um, other day we went shopping with her and we went to, uh, 
Oh, no, that was before that. We went to, like, uh, Target and some other places, like, in the mall. We went shopping up here, whatever. And we got back, and I figured that after we went shopping and everything, she would get in her car and leave. But then she followed us inside. And then she kept talking to us. And I was like, oh, I thought you were going to leave. Because we got food and everything with her already. Like, we'd already been hung out with her for, like, a good three, two to three hours. Ugh. Love her to death, but the, she just, she doesn't know when to leave. She just doesn't. And I'm too nice to, like, kick her out of my house. Um, how about guy when you're at the airport and people just start crowding like the boarding gate to try and get on the plane as soon as possible. That annoys me. Cause like when the plane, have you ever experienced that when like the plane gets in and everyone will crowd around the boarding gate and then they're like calling numbers and trying to get everyone organized and shit and like no one's listening they're just crowding around it because they don't understand everyone get you're in a certain section to board go into that like you know generally letterized category <laughs> to board please mm -mm. it's just i have never really paid too much attention it's just when i see it's like we're all going to the same place. Relax. Yeah, it's like for them. Generally, you already have an assigned seat. You have a certain group that you're supposed to board with, and generally within those groups that you're boarding with, you have a number. So why are you all getting up and crowding around the gate instead of getting in line like you're supposed to? Like, come on. Ah, that annoys me. Or people who bring too much to put on a plane, and then, like, the plane, the, like, they don't stop them from bringing it on, and then, like, there's not enough space for everyone's stuff. That also annoys me. That happened to us when we went to New York for my brother's graduation. They let people bring on, like, too much stuff that they put in the overhead bins. Like, they were putting, like, their, like, backpacks that you're supposed to just have with you in the overhead bins. And they weren't, like, that people weren't stopping them. And then my... Grandma, my mom, and my stepdad all had to check their bags. So we had to, like, go and, like, get that instead of being able to hop off the plane and go. That was annoying. Um. I think another pet peeve that this also happened to me, like, two weeks ago. I was at the library. And... There was a, like two seats empty, and I grabbed one, and everyone else also had an empty chair next to them. And I think, I feel that, if it's not already, I feel that it is an unspoken rule in society that if there is like two seats in a very public area, you shouldn't take the empty seat because that's the person's, like, personal space and that's like why they feel comfortable being there but this clown so you're saying if there's like a person then an empty seat and then an empty seat they should take the one farthest from the person and leave one open is that what you mm -hmm. mean 
he, so I was there. I was just playing on my laptop or whatever because I was waiting for my class. I had like six hours in, or three hours in between my class. Sorry. Oof. And um, no, it was only six that day because our class canceled. But it was it's usually three. And I was like, I don't really have anything to do. Let me just play. So I started playing, and then this dude sits right next to me and i'm like you see everyone with an empty chair next to them why do you have the audacity to come sit next to me and i was on the back side not even on the front side so i'm like you really just chose to do this to me maybe he thought you're cute no because i literally didn't even look at him i was like god please why and things when i play my games I don't like playing in front of people because, I don't know, I just, like, I feel you embarrassed. feel like a nerd. I don't know, because they, they might, like, judge me as, like, oh my god, ew, you play that, and I'm like, wow, and I'm like, oh my god, dude. And not only that, but if I meet someone who plays the same game as me, and I don't want to be their friend, no. Sorry, you're not getting added. <laughs> Yeah. Um Oh, this one okay, this one really bothers me. And I have a very specific why this one really bothers me. But people who always try and one up something that you're talking about, right? So we used to have this person I don't really want to say a friend because she really wasn't a friend. We were just being nice. Um but she would constantly do this. Like you would literally when Peyton's grandma died, <clears throat> this girl tried to one up Peyton's grandma's death. What? And we're like, what is your problem? Like, this is What'd not the time. I can't remember. because It was a few years <laughs> ago. It was like, um, before COVID. So it was like, it was a while ago. Um, but I think she, I think Peyton was talking about how close she was with her grandma and how she was so sad that she died. And I think she said something along the lines of how close she was with her aunt when her aunt died when she was six years old. And we're like, okay, it's not really the time or place to talk <clears throat> about that. Peyton's literally on the floor crying in the bathroom. Like, it's not the time or place to talk about that, girl. Or like you like literally any story you would tell, she would one up you. If you were in pain or something like that, like I had um a lot of issues with my back in the past, and I complain about it, and she would just say something about like how, oh you know when I was in high school I broke my leg or something like that, and it was so much more painful than what you're going through now, and I'm like, okay. Like, I can understand people who tell a story to you to try and relate to your story. Like, that I find fine. But, like, constantly trying to one-up your, like, pain or your depression or, um... Because that's generally what she would do it with is, like, if you were in pain or if you were, like, sad about something, then she would try and one-up you and make it like make it seem like yours didn't matter and she was like you know the only one who was allowed to be sad 
about that certain thing. Only or the only one who is allowed to feel pain. That oh, that bothers me so much. Ah. We don't talk to her anymore. She was also a know-it-all, which also bothers me. Oh, oh. And she was a compulsive liar. The know-it-all. God. It's funny because yeah. people in this group be doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, a lot of these puppies, a lot of people in the group do it, and it's like, can you not? Yeah. Like the compulsive liar one. Um, oh, I hate when... Oh, so this used to happen to me all the time when people would comment on what you're eating. Like my dad specifically would oh. always, always, he still does it, comments on what I eat or drink. Like, for example, I tend to drink pop, right? And for the last, like, um, probably half a year, anytime I see him and I drink pop, he's like, you know, you shouldn't be drinking that. You know, I stopped drinking pop. Now I, I haven't drink, drank pop in, like, a year. I only drink tea now. And I'm like, okay, that's great for you. You used to drink, like, 12, literally a 12-pack of Diet Coke a day. So, like, don't talk to me. I only drink, like, maybe one can. Calm down, dude. Bro, my is like that. We would be at a restaurant, you know, where you're supposed to get the stuff you don't normally get. Mm-hmm. And that's just what the op- restaurant offers. And I would get what I want. And she's like, you see how you eat? It's always all these carbs and stuff. And I'm like, we're at a restaurant. And she's like, I never see you pick any of these options. I don't want those options because I can have grass at home. I really could. <laughs> I can have grass at home. <laughs> I'm not going to go to like Flanagan's, which is no for the ribs, and then order a salad. Like... Please, be for real. We all came yeah. in for the ribs. It's like, especially when it comes to going out, like, going out supposed to be, it's kind of like a luxury for most people. Like, I want to get what mm-hmm. I want to get if I'm spending the money to go out. I'm not going to go out and get a Caesar salad. I can make that <laughs> at like, home. I could get that at Wendy's or anything. Please. I did get a, I did get some Caesar salads when we were in uh, New Jersey, though. On a side note, the only really time good. I actually ordered the salad it was made with, like, is a at Olive Garden. Chicken. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'll order, like I said, when we were in um, New Jersey, I got salad, I think, like, twice. But that's because it was made. A, it was hot as hell. Holy heck. It was, like, 90s. And I did not want to, like, fit, like, mil- meal when I was going to be outside the whole time when it was, like, 90-some degrees and humid. But um, it, it was also made with, like, jerk chicken and stuff, which is, like, something I don't normally eat. So I was like, yeah, I'll do that. But if I'm, like, like you said, if I'm, like, going to somewhere, like you said, I, I've never been to Flanagan's. But, for example, Flanagan's, like you said. Like, I would want to get ribs. I don't want to get a salad. I can have a salad just about any time. Mm-hmm. Especially for dinner. Feels for lunch, like maybe, but like especially for dinner, man. Come on. Yeah, I think um another pet peeve of mine is when the Wi-Fi says it's connected, and it's not acting like it. Mm. 
You just have bad internet, my friend. I think is your problem there. Um, I'll have that issue, though, because I'm connected to Ethernet with my computer. So, oh, like, wow. sometimes for... Um, but, no, what's kind of annoying is it'll say that I'm connected for a good five minutes after it disconnects. Like, if I have an issue and my box turns off or, like, something like that. It says that I'm connected. I'm like, why can I connect? And then five minutes later, it goes off. And I'm like, oh, that would have been nice to know, like, five minutes ago. Why doesn't that happen instantly? That is, that's annoying. I can see that part of it. Um... Um, oh, another thing that bothers me is, like, when people take their kids, like, their young kids, like, their two, three-year-olds, oh, to Lord, I know. very important events. Oh, I thought you were going to say to quiet places. That as well. Quiet places as well. Because generally, you know, you want to be quiet in important events. Um... And then they do not put any effort into controlling them. So when we were at my brother's graduation, for example, this lady that was right behind us had her two kids with her. And they were, like, probably between, they look like two to four or five years old. And they were just, like, running around, screaming, kick, literally kicking my stepdad and me in the back of the head. Like climbing all over the seats and everything <laughs> and the mom was doing <clears throat> nothing to stop them and i'm like seriously like come on people oh, that just bring them something to play with and they can play with it during that that's what like my mom did for us and we you know what we were quiet during church she would bring us something to play with and we would just play with it in the pew or whatever <laughs> when we used to go to church um or, like, take your kid out if they're, like, screaming. I know you're going to miss it, and that kind of sucks, but it's better than making it a negative experience for literally everyone else around you. Be respectful of other people. If you're going to bring young children to these things instead of having them, like, babysat for stuff like, you know, uh, graduation or, like, a wedding or something like that. Just take the child out. So... Two things about the the quiet places, like I understand, the parent might not have anyone else to like take care of it. That's fine. Like you're literally like a parent. Like I literally get it. But when you're at a theater, especially like a Marvel movie, like an important scene, and I hear a baby crying, I'm expecting you as the parent to understand the risk that you took in bringing the kid to the theater. Knowing that they might cry or make a like noise or whatever, I expect you to go outside with it. Exactly. But these people stay in the theater room with their baby, and I'm like, I literally cannot hear anything in the movie now. Like, why? Yeah. Now you're just being an inconvenience to everyone because it's like you could just leave out the room. I don't care that you like, brought your baby, uh, just if they make noise, just be prepared to deal with it. Like, uh, we went bowling, and we took with, I went with, um, Hunter and Carrie, right? And they took Christian with them. And, like, bowling's not even that quiet of a thing, but even when, like, Christian was crying at bowling, like, they just took him outside, let him cry out there, and then brought him back in. 
And I'm like, why can't everyone do that? Be more like that. Especially in a quiet place. Like, take your kid away. No, yeah. Um, the thing you were talking about, like, misbehaving children and then, like, no supervision from the parent. Working at Walgreens. Um, there was this mom who brought her, her, I don't know, it was her child. That's all I know. And I was there with my coworker in the aisle, like, you know, placing the stuff back or fixing it up or whatever. And... child knocks over two stands of chapstick and starts ruining stuff on the shelf. The parent grabs the child because they were out of supervision for God knows why. And she tells him in front of the both of us saying, oh, don't worry. It's their job. They'll fix it. One rule, two, you are teaching your child like how to avoid accountability. Like, oh, that's a job. It's like leaving all your trash on the table because, oh, it's a janitor's job. Like, what? Yeah, no, have your kid pick up their fucking messes. Um, another thing that you maybe reminded me of it my uh days of working at giant eagle one thing that always really bothered me while i worked there it's like people would come up and they would call me like sweetie or honey or like baby Mm. and i'm like no (laughs) can you not i will say now that you spoke about being at the register the biggest one that i had i don't care if the item you got is like outside of your price range because of the pricing not right that's like on us or if you didn't see that the coupon didn't apply anymore the deal was off but it's people that have a million items in their cart and they don't put it back they bring it to the front to give it to you so you can put back because they don't want them anymore you were right there, but you were too lazy to take the stuff and put it back where it belongs, so you just brought it to us, because it's easier for you. I get it's our job, but it makes it so much harder, because now you have a million things at the counter, and at the end of the day, when I have to leave, I'm the one that has to put all those million things at the counter back on the shelf. Mm-hmm. And it would always delay me by, like, half an hour, usually. So it was, like, cool. God, that that actually annoyed me. <laughs> um, well, I think I I ranted about just about all my pet peeves. What about you, guy? Yeah, I think I I don't even want to get started into my job pet peeves because that <laughs> that's a whole alone, other list. That's another. We should do that as our next topic, actually. Um, job pet peeves. No, no, not job pet peeves, but like. Our time as Working retail, retail? <laughs> Yes. Oh my. I, that could be a two-part podcast. One part for when me, one part for you. I worked there for October five 16, years. 
our topic will be working in retail <laughs> and our experience because let me tell you it ain't easy as people make it seem I got so many stories oh yeah that, that'll be like an extended episode guy like a two-parter I feel we'll see all right well I think that's covers most of our uh pet peeves um come back on October 16th to listen to our time as real retail workers I suppose for season mm-hmm. two, that's how we're starting off. So I feel like it was a good start off. That's a strong topic to talk about. Um, wherever you're listening, please give us five stars, follow us, subscribe to us, whatever it is, wherever you're listening. It helps us and it helps new people find our podcast. So it's a great thing. And enjoy your next few weeks until you come back on the 16th to listen to more of the Voices of Oleron.